Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Dot Comedy Podcast. I am DJ Marcus, and this week we'll be talking about a whole lot of things going on in the world. In the world of hip-hop, Drake thinks he can battle the best rapper of all time, says most white people. And we don't think so. And Draymond Green just showed his dick to the world. You saw it, I saw it. Maybe the world saw it. But we'll find out what you saw right here on the Dot Comedy Podcast. Welcome, one and all, to the Dot Comedy Podcast. I am your host, DJ Marcus, and we are live in the basement of Beltsville. I'm Joey LaFaro. <laughs> I introduce the, the host of the show. You need to listen, Joey LaFaro, <laughs> to any episodes of the Dot Comedy Podcast. And you will see that. In our studio today, Jesse V. I am joined this week by my boys, Joey LaFaro. What's going on, people? Intern, assistant associate producer, former political junkie, now homeless. Blue. Blue, say what's up to the people. What's up, it's words. And we are joined by the prodigal son himself. On loan from the Fighters Block Podcast, two-time, two-time world Montgomery Blair champion, <laughs> Mr. Jesse Revis. Jesse, say what's up, going, people? Oh man, oh man, back. we are happy to be here. So we won't let you down. We're the Dot Comedy family. I love this song. This song is fucking hot. This gets this gets women shaken. I'm I'm becoming a, I'm becoming a better DJ by expanding my horizons as far as music goes. Because normally I wouldn't play this type of shit at all. Oh, I'm sorry. When you started playing this song, I retreated into my mind so I can listen to Paul Abdul. <laughs> <laughs> Safer place for me. Uh, well, you know what? I'm gonna do this right here, and that goes out. That way, you can be more attentive into the podcast. Oh, you let her go. I, I personally <laughs> like the song, Marcus. Thank you. I congratulate you. Where, it was where, a good where song. have you been? Um, where have you been booked lately? That you've had all these women's working to the music you play i actually have been working more <laughs> lately than i've ever worked in my entire life um i was i've been working mostly with mr alex star done nice. a couple shows with alex star which have been awesome shout out to alex star for having me out uh fire station one fire station mondays. one mondays uh, at uh fire red station lounge one. on wednesdays yeah red lounge we don't do red we lounge. don't we don't do red i don't do red lounge because there's no space for me to actually do music at red lounge <laughs> It Beer. would be like me they standing don't have on room stage. For music. Yeah, it'd be like me standing on stage with the <laughs> with the comic going, "Yep, right behind you." There's right no time. You. There's a thousand comics, yeah. so it is. It's, it's always packed. But it's always fun. So come yeah. on through Red Lounge again. Shout out to Starstruck Productions. Uh, definitely doing big things in the DMV. Uh, I will be at the Dot Comedy Reunion Show. Which includes Mr. Brian Lee, who's been on the Dot Comedy Podcast. Prime time, Brian Lee. Yes, sir. He. Uh, this will be on Friday, no, uh, sorry, August, August 5th. 5th. <laughs> I've said that wrong 5th. every week. And um, you know what? This show may come out after. But if you go back, if you have a time machine, 
we ask that you go back to Friday, August you know what? 5th. I predict this is going to be an amazing show. I'm on it. Joey's on it. So let's actually, you know, this is going to release on Monday. So it already happened. Yes. So let's just let's just say how awesome the oh show my God, was. It was, it was, it was phenomenal. It was the greatest show. Oh, my God. It was it was fantastic. The show, the century. You got racist. They got racist. Everyone <laughs> hugged Every, afterwards. Then everyone hugged. Oh, my it God. Was it, was, it was racist it was a great shit. Show. Then we said, you know what? It, you know what? It was just all funny. It was in Parksville, so everyone's shooting up meth in the bathroom. <laughs> Smoking meth and light bulbs and laughing at jokes. That's the night in fantastic in that in that lovely city above Baltimore. So oh, come check us out next time we do that. So oh, yeah. comedy so it was so much fun. It was so great. Uh, big shout out to the owner. So they're probably gonna have us back because <laughs> the show was so amazing. Yes. So we'll po- keep you guys posted on the next reunion show. And uh, Candace August is gonna be on it again. There's been a lot of demand leading up to this because I've been telling people, "Hey, we got this awesome show coming up," and they're like, "Oh, where is it? Parkville?" And they're like, "Where the fuck is that?" Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I think. Uh, they weren't quite willing to travel that far, so I think we need to bring a similar show to a more local venue yeah. uh, soon because there there is a demand for so it. So we are coming to your living been, room via the Dot Comedy Podcast. I have been asked repeatedly to bring that show back to D.C. All right. We're working on it. We're working on it. Um, the uh, agent of Dot Comedy is, has, has just been hired. Uh, he will be out in the streets trying to find a home for Dot Comedy to... Do the comedy you all know and love on a, if not monthly, if not weekly, it will not be annual. Some, it will not be weekly. kind of regular basis. It will not be weekly. Semi-regular basis. A monthly show may come come to fruition. I want to I say thank you to everyone who's uh, contacted me about doing a weekly show. <laughs> and everyone that's uh, contacted me about um, when we're going to do another weekly event open mic oh shout out to all the comics who still are asking me for time at zeba um <laughs> yeah <laughs> three months later but or splash lounge which happened yes. a few weeks ago that yeah. was interesting yeah, um those aren't things anymore but <laughs> at the end of the day after three years after three years i mean i think it's i think it's time for us to just mostly do showcases yeah and, and just perform and focus as artists but it was it was great. I I love to see everyone grow. I love building that kind of, uh, and we'll do something great like that again. Oh yeah, most definitely. But I just don't think that the regular open mic uh, that's format. Not, that's not what no. we. I feel we, like too many other people it. offer it. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah. it's covered. Yeah. Um, yeah. at the time there wasn't anything in Montgomery County on a Wednesday that you know, so there was there was an op- there was um an opportunity, but also a demand. I mean, we were able to do it twice. We did it. We did it at Rockville. We did it at, um, at, in Bethesda too. We've, yeah, we were literally told to our faces that comedy didn't work in Bethesda, and we yeah. proved that wrong. Yeah, we um, kicked ass, right took up, names uh, right up until they they shut us down. Um, yeah, they had to shut us down to kill comedy in, in Bethesda. Yeah, they yes. had, the venue had to had to fly out from underneath us for that to happen. And they still so. want us back, so we still have a good relationship. Yeah, with we yeah. we do, and 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 uh, you know, so it wasn't you know, and we but I mean, best of Bethesda. You don't get that, you know, for nothing. So I think we 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 did our job to to make that happen. And yeah. Most definitely. And we can, you know, I'm, I'm we could always hold our head up high. I still yep. look back at the old videos and pictures, the roast battles and everything. Woo. I mean, we had the executive producers of the Comedy Central show Roast Battle come down to our show to check us out. People wait, were talking. Hold on, wait a minute. They did. Wait. Yeah, mm-hmm. Roast Mania. Remember Rel Battle came yeah. by and like, yeah, no, that's people came to check out because they were getting ready for this TV show. Oh, wait a minute. Me and Joey had a discussion about this a couple of days ago. Yeah. 
Now, I I personally feel that I'm I'm gonna say this. I might have to. I might have to cut this moment out of the show okay. if it becomes too controversial. But I personally feel they stole our fucking show idea. Because <laughs> I watched their show, and their show was exactly what the fuck we did. Exactly. To the fucking letter. <laughs> I, I, I shit you fucking not. Everything we I did. I actually have not watched everything the show we've yet. Done, everything we to, did yeah. correctly during our shows, not the ones we did where we did the experimental shit, the L.A. stuff, and then changing well, the Well, the L.A. stuff was their format. And that's what they kind of do, which is a back and forth battle thing. Yeah. Right. Um, the wave the, the, in L.A. It's called the Negro Wave, <laughs> and they couldn't do that for Comedy Central, so they had to add a white guy to it. But basically, what it was was, you know, if something gets really extreme or crazy, they're the hype men for the joke. Oh, okay. Mm. Oh. So and when it was the Negro Wave, is because um, white comics have I forgot like a certain number of n words they can use, so. <laughs> The Negro wave either okays it or says, no, no, you've overstepped your boundaries on when they use the N-word. Really? Yeah. I don't think I saw that part of the show. No, no, they, they cut that out. Comedy okay. Central said, we can't have that. Oh, okay. I kind of figured they wouldn't have but that. But <laughs> in their version, it's yeah. like that. Yeah, and but I, I watched it from what I watched because I didn't want to watch it because I saw it and I said, no. This is this is not. I, I know it went on before us. It came before us. We just took the format over and we. Well, did we it had to come up. We we invented our own format because at the time there wasn't much information on it. So yeah, we did the DMV yeah. version of it. Yeah, it, we it did was, our own version. We brought it, it to the just, DMV. Um, jeez, oh, I forget the I forget the comic's name. It wasn't just real battle, and it was the guy who we had him at our Alex Star. No, it wasn't Eddie Lyles. No, Mike Black it was the guy from L.A. Joey Lafaro. Joey that was LA. the guy from L.A. was Rel Battle. Yeah. That was Rel. No, the guy who, we, who was originally from here. Yes. He went out to L.A. Yes. That's came Rel. Back. Oh, that was Rel. Yeah. Okay. Jeez. You he's need a, to pay a fucking attention to our show. He's, he's this the, is the reason the we have no show right now. You, <laughs> this is the fucking reason. This is originally, the, Roast Battle was you ro- roasted. You went head-to-head with Rel Battle. That was the original uh, way that it okay. started. Because he was so good at roasting that that's how it started. And then it evolved to something different out there. Okay. So. Okay. Well. Well, we've we've got a year down. Uh, we will we will, later in the show. Uh, we will have our first annual year in review, where we yes. go over the things that have gone in, on in that comedy, as well as the things that have gone on in the world in the year in our fiscal year. Because this is the end of the dot comedy fiscal year. Tomorrow we will be firing our accountant, getting a new one, burning all the books. Starting from scratch because at the end of the day we don't pay taxes. But uh, but that's that's uh, that's not here nor there. You know that's not the only anniversary today, Marcus. What is, what anniversary? What other? Oh, I do remember we ha- we do have another anniversary. Joey, really tell him about it. Uh, I just want to say, um, Marcus, it's good to hear your voice. <laughs> so stupid. It's, it's been good to hear your voice for the past four years, even yes. though we were friends probably a little bit before that. But uh, well, we made it official on Facebook. Yes. We changed our Facebook statuses to friends. <laughs> oh, years ago. Me and Joey became friends four very short years ago. Um, we met in a in a darkened bar uh, where we, we we ate wings together and <laughs> spent most of the next four years doing exactly that thing. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like every Eating night wings. most of our relationship. Eating wings, and Eating telling wings, jokes. playing spades, and telling jokes. Yep. That's been our relationship. But, again, it's been a fun fucking ride. Four years. Um, I was there with you when you got back into comedy uh, at um, Potomac Grill. And I've watched this. Did that comedy thing progress 
as well as you as my homie, 100%. You're my guy. Uh, I appreciate everything you've done for me, with me, and around the co- as far as the company goes. Um, we're buddies. I appreciate you. That's, a, that's all I can really say. Because if I say any more, it's going to start sounding really gay. Because like, I love you as my hetero life mate. And, and if any woman ever comes between us, it will not be good for her. Wait, nope. That's not how this shit goes Come on, at Alex. All. Come on, Alex. You know what the weird thing was? <laughs> I, I Shut was, up. Shut the fuck up. No. Can't do it. <laughs> I was watching uh, a lot of Scrubs the past week. <laughs> And it is it is getting a little too uh, JD Turk bromancy. That's yeah, been the case on Scrubs. Yeah. Um, no, I meant I meant between us. Oh, between you and I. Yeah. Yes. We need women. Uh, that's we that's what we're, we're gonna start working on. Women. Yep. Yeah. Twenty. Uh, this fiscal year of twenty. Uh, that comedy. We got half of it left. Sixteen seventeen will be women. That's what we're working on. Sixteen seventeen. Okay. But on the Dad Comedy Podcast, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to get into a couple more the things. The right women. We've worked yes. in women. It was wrong. Yeah, we've done, wrong, done wrong enough. Uh, we're going to get into some more things this week on the Dad Comedy Podcast, including uh, what, what else we got on the Dad? We got uh, Drake and Eminem starting their own little rap nonsense battle because <laughs> Drake's going to lose that, especially as far as hip-hop is concerned. Uh, Draymond Green showing his dick to the world. Stay tuned to hear how we feel about that. Unleash the Kraken. <laughs> On and more on the Dot Comedy Podcast. In the right direction, of course. Never play your album, so there's no laws. I'll be your love daddy, just wait and see. That's me and you, we were meant to be. This segment of the Dot Comedy Podcast is brought to you by Fighters Block. Fighters Block, where you can find all things going on with MMA, boxing, any general fighting with Jesse Revis and Joe Gilpin each week. Find them on SoundCloud, iTunes, all over the internet. Tune in to Fighters Block. And we're back on the Dot Comedy Podcast. I am DJ Marcus. Hitting you with them 80s hits. I had a wedding I um, I had to DJ at recently where uh, all they wanted was 80s music, Joey. And uh, and it was kind of interesting because I didn't have any 80s music on my on my computer at the time. And I had to go and find uh, a lot of early 90s music to play off as 80s. <laughs> so this came in that. You had, to, you had to go with music people can't, can't put, quite place it. Yeah. I had to go with music where everyone went, wait, this is, uh, yeah, this is this has got to be 80s hip hop. No, Wait, was this like eighty? This is like ninety two, ninety two, ninety three. Yeah, but I'm like they're going like, yeah, this got this got to came out in like eighty nine. Yeah. I, I figured you were just gonna Maybe play the whole 90. Thriller album. That would have <laughs> that would have got them all. Fi- they would all been fine a, with that. Like pre Technotronic. Once that happened, yeah. yeah. Once um, that dance dance mix hit. Once Mr. Vane started playing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mr. Vane. <laughs> That's Joey's stage name when he was stripping. Yep, <laughs> it was Mr. Vane on the main stage. <laughs> you know, I was telling apparently my physical therapist, uh, one of the new ones at the office today, is from uh, Pasadena, Maryland. Oh, and so I had to tell her why I knew about Pasadena, Maryland, because she was shocked that no. anyone knew. <laughs> they were yeah, they was like, well, where's that? They're like, why do you know? Uh, well, <laughs> I once applied for a job there at the strip club <laughs> as an announcer, and they went what? You didn't strip? Look at all those muscles. <laughs> I always think it's funny where p- 
people come from out of town, they feel like all the cities in Maryland are close. Oh, yeah. And someone was oh, yeah. like, yeah, I just moved right by you. I live in Pasadena. I'm like, no, no you, you don't. Did. You don't no. live anywhere fucking near me. No. Because you know why? No, they, you don't there, hon. Yeah. You know why they think that, though? I figured that out. Oh, wait. Before we before we get into that. Welcome back to the Dot Comedy Podcast. I'm DJ <laughs> Marcus. It's Joey LaFaro. That is Intern Blue. And hey. we're joined by Jesse Revis. <laughs> You're pointing a lot. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. you pointing. I'm pointing like. You get an announcement, and you get an announcement, and you get an announcement. But the reason people believe that is because they look at the shape of Maryland, and Maryland looks tiny on a map, yeah. like it because it's because of the way uh, Virginia's set up, since it goes into Maryland that way. Yeah, Maryland looks like it's really small, so everything everybody thinks oh, I can get there in twenty Did minutes. You just no, call Maryland a vagina. Yes, yes, it is because it's got it's got the clitoris, which I is I don't want to get fucked the, by Virginia. The part that goes into West Virginia and <laughs> and Virginia on the other side that's the clit. This would be the lower <laughs> lip area, and right in that little peak, that's the opening. <laughs> Because you go right through that peak, you're in Pennsylvania. Right. <laughs> That's that, how I look at it. I never viewed the map that way. Because <laughs> I was As born. A, I'm, hold on, wait a second. I'm surprised you've never looked at the map that way. Here's the thing. What, it, what is that supposed to mean? You're a pervert. That's what it means. <laughs> <laughs> As a geographer I never and done cartographer, anything. I have not seen it that way. Actually, right. Fighter's Block is should really be called the Comedy, Boxing, MMA, and Porn Podcast. <laughs> Because we talk about porn and sex so much on there. <laughs> it's like a staple on the show because for some reason, I'm like, it, it always goes to that. It goes to it. Yeah. Like, I mean, hey, what, there's what two video ways do you to watch look this at week? it. Either Virginia has a very wide penis. About right. It's black. And then, um, and then Maryland is like a taint and balls and dick that's fucking West Virginia. Mm. So it's like sword fight. Oh, okay. So, oh. we're both gay. But, <laughs> both but states I, are gay. But there apparently I'm a sperm because I was born in Virginia and I ended up in Maryland. Like I swam, swam over. Swam, swam into across Maryland. the river. There you go. Oh, you, that's so weird. I don't, I don't even know where the fuck that went. Uh, no. Jesus uh, Christ. I'm a little the bit other, uncomfortable. The other thing that's weird. Uh, the other thing. Getting back to. China. I feel like Blue's being the most reasonable person on the we show were, right now. Getting back to where we were trying to go, which is. Why everyone thinks everything is so close in Maryland? I blame TV. I was watching an episode of Man vs. Food, as I am one to do. Oh yeah, fuck that. I, I agree. Did I've you see that, that episode? I've seen and he that. said, yeah. "Oh yeah, I'm right outside of Washington D.C. in Annapolis, Maryland." Yeah. Or when they Which say is, when they say just outside of Baltimore in some suburb I've never fucking ever heard of, heard of and it's an hour outside yeah, it's of Baltimore. An hour, oh yeah, <laughs> they did. I'm just outside of Baltimore. He was in Northeast yeah, for the North, steak challenge. Yeah, Northeast. Northeast Maryland. It's a it's exit 100. The only reason I know there's it's um, Northeast Maryland. There's a great summer camp that my brother went to, Camp Sandy Hook. Um, Sandy that. Hook. Oh, wait, how do you still? Stop. All right, that's enough of that. That sounds, <laughs> that sounds bad. You know where the summer camp still is. Yeah, and your brother went to it. To die. No, he was, no, he was, a, he was like, yo, that had some bitches in was, that summer camp, though. He was a camp counselor there. He was a counselor, too? Oh, yeah, okay. he was a camp counselor there. Unless hey, you're describing the plot of Wet Hot American Summer. No, I move on. <laughs> so we would. I would drive him up there. Okay. Every With a session, banks a and counselor too. Been sitting in the trees with binoculars. <laughs> no, <laughs> but we would go to this place called Woody's and get <laughs> crab cakes. You would get uh, okay. The, yes, they're jokes. They're shut up. <laughs> get a scare. But there is. But next door, to, go get the, wood outside of Baltimore. Okay. Shut up. But there's this this restaurant where he went and did the steak place. But it's exit 100. It's an hour and a half outside of Baltimore. Yeah, it's it's ridiculously fucking far, and then and everyone seems to believe that every time you say that, oh, you're just outside of D.C. 
DC is fucking huge. Yeah. If you've ever been in Northwest and told someone you need to get to Southeast, that's an hour and a half if you're fucking lucky. If you're on the top corner of Northwest and you need to get to, to the bottom corner of Southeast, there are nine billion lights and there's no way to get the fuck around. Well, that's, them. Yes. that's the difference. It's not, it's not, people don't look at it as, a distance standpoint, because a lot of the other states are much larger than yeah, us. Yeah, much larger. So the distance you travel to get to from point A to point B is is much further, but the amount of time is about the same. Yeah. Yeah. Because Maryland's so dense, all the roads are winding in circles and yes. shit because you have to get around stuff. Yeah. And then on top of that, you have more lights, more traffic stop, stops and all that to get through, too. So it it's a, it's a misnomer only in the sense that time is part of the travel factor. Yeah. Like my brother used to live in Tucson. Mm-hmm. It's a ni- it Tucson is 90 miles from Phoenix. Okay. It's an out it, and it's an hour and a half drive. So it you just hop on the highway and you go. So you're doing 60 the whole way. Yeah, you fuck you're doing like 80. Well, you can do it closer. Like I mean, it's easier I can get to Rockville in 15 minutes. Yeah. But and that's Maybe what sixteen miles from here? Yeah. yeah, but it takes me a half hour to get eight miles from here into DC. Oh yeah, yeah. It would take me if I from Bethesda to Chinatown, where my office used to be. It would take me an hour. It would take me close to an hour, and that's eight miles. Wow. You, you know what's weird about that? You both told everyone where you live, and, <laughs> and that stretch of time, you told did everyone I? where you live. I, and I am not telling did anyone I? where I live. Did I do yeah. the math? Did I? Baltimore. Run that back, yeah. DJ. Because <laughs> I ain't say <laughs> shit. No. Oh, you we, got. Don't, we don't have we don't have that instant replay kind of shit here. Not you yet. need three points to triangulate something. I only gave him two. Ah, so there. So you beat me. All right, good. <laughs> but moving on from that particular <laughs> sidetrack note, Eminem. It has been it's a phenomenal candy. It's phenomenal when you're going to the movies and you want something to snack on. It's yes. so good. Especially peanut peanut butter. Peanut butter M&M is always better. I go oh, with uh, peanut peanut M&M's. Those are peanut M&M's or the crispy M&M's. That's explosive. You suck. suck. Fuck you. I like to suck on nuts. <laughs> Shut up. Salt-free nuts. All right, but I at the end you. of the day, Eminem, probably touted as one of the greatest rappers Ever. Ever. I think it'd be hard pressed to say he's not in the top five. He's in, not in the top five. He, he's in the no. top ten. He's in the top ten. I've heard five rappers, ahead of him. I got five. I got five ahead of him. Okay. I got five ahead of him. And, and on a later date on a different podcast, I will tell you exactly who those five are. Cause, yeah, because that that's an argument for another. You're not going to tell me in a Facebook post about uh, I, your. I, I could tell you in a Facebook post. <laughs> People, let me tell you about my bet. Never mind. You know <laughs> why, why don't we do that? Who are your top five, Joey? I I should not give a top five because I don't know my shit. No, um, you, you tell you who who you think are the top five. Yeah, it doesn't but, matter what anybody else thinks. But know? given, I, I just want to preface this, but I, think, I don't really listen to hip hop. Not well enough to be able to distinguish this. Yeah, you grew more. up in PG County. I'm sure you listen to a little hip hop. Um, he hated hip hop and go go. He grew up in PG County. <laughs> I hated go go. Um, yeah, probably. I I'd, I'd probably go. I like Biggie a little bit more than Tupac. Just preference. Get out of my basement. But but <laughs> but they're but they're neck and neck. It's not. Yeah, okay. they are. It's like um, yeah, for them it's like one A one B. Yeah. Um. After that. Uh. 
I don't know. I'm not as big a fan as, of Jay Z as everyone else, but I know he's in there. Um, okay. Personally, uh, and then I probably have. Where the hell is that thing that everyone's doing? Oh, that no! Don't worry about finding that. That's stupid. No, because I would, I would, I would go through a name wall for mine. I would say. All right, Jesse, um, who's your? I, I don't top have. Five? I don't have another one. I would say Jay Z number one. I would. I think he solidified it. Just, I mean, it, there, there's many different criteria. There's longevity lyrical made him, made him uh, longevity. Um, um, you know what an impact oh, he did Nas. on Nas. Nas and him. yeah, okay. Those are my top five. Tupac is number two for me. Uh, Biggie's number three. Then I say, ooh, it's a tough one between Eminem and Nas. I have to go Nas then Eminem. Okay. Uh, Blue. I'd have to go. I, I really don't think I can go in that particular order. Macklemore. No. Snow. No. Not even close. I would tell you that Nas is ahead not, of him. No. Yeah. Not even close. I, 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 don't, I can't really come up with a particular order, but my top five would have to be Snoop, Dre, Tupac, Biggie, and Eminem. Okay. Those are my top five. Okay. Snoop and Dre? Yeah. Snoop, Snoop and Dre. As Snoop's an acquired taste. I, I like Snoop's records, but Snoop's an acquired taste for most people. Most people believe Snoop's an acquired taste. Dre as a yeah. rapper, though? I mean, as a as a yeah. producer. Snoop, uh, greatest yes. producer of all time. Greatest producer, One of the greatest producers of all time. But I think Dre, just the fir- his first Chronic album was just floored me. Okay. That's what got me into hip-hop. Okay. I heard that in, well, late in high school. And here, was, here's DJ Marks' top five. Now, this is going to be controversial. You realize that his first Chronic album didn't come out when you were in high school. No, I know that. He I found, heard he it for the first time. I heard it for the first time. Just sure. His, you think his mom would let him listen no, to that? He, he released, yeah, really. Do you think he, no, my no, no, mother no. would let thing. me listen to that shit? No, I'm saying that, that Dre released a Chronic album while you were in high yes. school. I was going to make sure you knew that that was not his yeah, first album. Oh, no. 2001? Oh, no. I knew. Yes. I heard I heard that one, and then I heard the first one. The first one blew me away more than the second one. Of course it did, because it was... Far fucking better. I just had to make sure you knew the difference because right, I, so. I knew that was the only one thing. Yeah, and then it, and then it, and then it was college when I really when I found out about like NWA and shit. Okay, so DJ Marks is top five. We'll, we'll let the cat out the bag. Number one, Biggie. My top, he will make my top five no matter what storytelling, flow, everything was in one package. Number two, Jay Z. A, because he copied everything Biggie did, but he, he he had the longevity to make it better. Yeah. He made it better by just staying around and not getting killed in the, in the entirety of all this shit. Number three, Pac. Because Pac was a chameleon. He could do any fucking thing. He could he could make a song about fucking your mom and then make a song about your mom, how much he loved her, the next fucking track, and you would believe both fucking tracks. That's, Tupac that, has a song for every emotion. Actually, every he has a emotion. track list for any emotion yeah. you could possibly yeah. ever yes. have. Number four, I would have to say Nas. And number five, again, the reason Eminem is not in my top five is because of number my number five pick, Tech Nine. Oh, Tech Nine. Tech over. I would take yeah. Tech over Eminem because Tech, truthfully, has been doing it longer. And been doing it better his entire career than Eminem. He's never taken time off. He never walked away from anything. He's never gone through the the angst of being a hip hop artist because he's been underground his entire career. He's been out. He's had a a CD in general 
hip hop rotation, not in general public rotation. In hip hop rotation, radio. Uh, not on hip hop radio. In rotation, as far as hip hop people know. Oh, uh, okay. Since ninety. Yeah. Okay. Since nineteen ninety, that predates everybody else on the list. Yeah, I mean, you got M by like almost ten years. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So, you're, but, but Eminem was out before then. Eminem had albums before his first album came out. Yeah, he had he, he had two other al- EPs that came out beforehand. But yeah. again, he's not. He, he some shady is really when he arrived. Yeah, yeah. But again, Tech has has given nothing but. If you listen to every Tech album, you can tell me. I can tell you sixteen singles on every album. Okay, because he's that good. And I and I and again, that's the reason it's not in my, in my top five. I mean, you've turned me on to Tech Nine recently. Yeah. I, I didn't. I had. I, I was aware he existed. I hadn't listened to his tracks, and it actually was way better than I ever could have imagined. Yeah. If only because I just thought he was a guy who rapped fast. I didn't know he was a guy who rapped fast and had some depth in his. Yeah. Oh yeah. In what he was rapping about. Um. That and it did, it did help that he had my uh, one of my favorites, Hopson, on a track. Which oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. instantly won him brownie points with me. So, um, so so I I, I could see that. Mm-hmm. I I mean, it depends on how much you value. I mean, if you're just going, you know, it depends on your criteria, I guess. Yeah. I mean, as far as mass appeal and commercial success, I I think you'd be hard pressed to say uh, would not put him in a top five just from on that. If you're including that as part of the discussion, but true to hip hop, you really don't factor that in as much tech nine is the highest earning independent artist in the world really yes really by forbes forbes has stated him as the highest earning independent artist in the world wow make more money than like paul mccartney <laughs> well again paul mccartney's not independent the independent artist he has a major okay Okay, he doesn't have his own label, and he was never he was never brought on. Like um, I think I mean I think M does have aftermath, but it's a subsidiary of like three yeah. other labels. Yeah, it's a pyramid scheme. It's under it's Pretty under much. it's under it's under Dre, and then it's under like and, Jive, and then Dre's under Interscope. Interscope. Yeah, Interscope. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. under the all, Interscope deal. All sub, he sub has he has Shady Records, but he has yeah. Yeah, Shady Records is a subsidiary of Aftermath, which is a subsidiary of, of Interscope, which is a subsidiary of Time Warner. So at the end of the day. Time Warner owns Eminem. Yeah. But yeah. Tech Nine, no one owns him. He presses his own music, releases his own music, releases his own merchandise. Strange. Strange music, music is the shit. That's and, that, and that's the reason I bring him up because no one ever notices that. No one yeah. knows that. He is according to Forbes magazine. That's that's when you know you've hit top. Yeah. Okay. So here's two directions because like we I, we can take this two different ways. We could either go into this because I I need to ask this speaking of independent mm-hmm. uh, independent artists. I've I've heard this argument: Is Macklemore hip hop or not? Or we can get to the topic which we actually had, which is we'll save the Macklemore topic for uh, the next (laughs) time. Let's have it now. Let's have it now. Okay, hold on. Is he hip hop? All right, right, wait. You know what we'll do first? Round table, quick around the room. Can Drake beat Eminem in in a battle as far as hip hop itself? No, Jesse. If I was a gambling man, I wouldn't put it on Drake, but I respect the fact that he wants to do this because our people sleep on how good he is lyrically just yeah. because of the stuff that he does commercially. But, I mean, look at the mixtapes. I mean, the talent is there. And, I mean, yeah, they say ghostwriters, but, yeah, so did Richard Pryor have ghostwriters. So did uh, – um, The greatest had ghostwriters. Yeah, the great – so, I mean, yeah, I mean, he has that. And, by the way, um, Richard Pryor – so we have uh, Paul Mooney. Paul Mooney was one of his uh, people that was writing for him. So for anyone who wants to call me out on him having a ghostwriter, I just named it. Boom, right there. 
So shut the fuck up. <laughs> all right, so two, so 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 so. But I respect the fact that he did that because all right, number one, we're dealing with the Eminem who hasn't really. He's not on top of his game right now. He's not who he was. He's not Eminem of, of old. Yeah, and and that name still means something. And he's still a beast. I mean, every now and then he does one of those ciphers that just completely shuts, shuts the internet down. down. Yeah. But Drake is, unlike many other rappers, is not just a good musician but a good battle rapper. Oh, yeah, he's a battle rapper. He com- yeah. he loves battle rap. Uh, like, I love Jay-Z and I love Nas, but I will not. I will not say that their battles are as best as are as good as let's say LL Cool J and Cannabis. Yeah, they produce better battle rhymes, even though they don't produce better music overall. Mm-hmm. So I I admire the fact Drake's even going for the challenge. And I mean, what what's wrong with challenging to see how good you would do? Yeah, I can see that. I, I yeah. think right, so. And Drake is in his prime. Yeah, I, mean, I, I do think that. I mean, I just got around to sort of listening. Re, and I, when I say really listening, I mean really listening. To M's new, uh, the Marshall Mathers LP two. Okay. And I, when I say really, listen, like, I like sit down with my headphones, just tone every, turn everything off, and just really listen to it. Okay. That reminded me of like Slim Shady LP. Okay. Um, and when did that come out? Because it, you know, Slim I'm, Shady LP is I think ninety eight. No, I meant Mathers too. Oh. Matt, that was like two years ago. That was like uh, that was his late, that's his latest album. Oh. Okay. Yeah, because it, it. I mean, I, I. But I think he's I recently torn. got around to listening to it because YouTube Music decided to start playing that entire album for me. <laughs> yeah, um, you're yeah, welcome. So, thank you again, Marcus. Uh, uh, I was. I I didn't realize how many how many songs on there he had that I really liked. Yeah, that really. That's a really good album. It's, it's actually it's three years old. old. Yeah. Okay. I mean, even yeah. though if, even though it's three years old, it's still a. Like, it's a good album. It's a great album. It came out after I stopped buying albums because mm-hmm. I had, I think, I bought every one of them up through. I think the last one I bought was the uh, I mean, last I one I bought was Recovery. I didn't buy Recovery. Last album is that the I one from twenty ten? Yeah, yeah, that was twenty ten. Oh my god, that was that. Yeah, I bought that, that was one really too. good. That was like my like. I just broke up with my fiance, and I got to go ahead and like restart my life over again, kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, that that in the um, what is it? The Kanye just, West uh, dark, finished? beautiful fantasy. Uh huh. Oh yeah, those came out the same year. Yo, my God! Like that was like that was like my like that was the, the most depressing I'm a, year in hip hop. I'm gonna do yoga. I'm gonna <laughs> go ahead and I'm, I'm gonna do better. I'm gonna do better than I did. That was like yeah. recovery was. I I'm, I just got through rehab. I just you know broke. I just. Divorced my my wife or my fiance or whatever it was. I just my marriage just ended. You know I'm I'm at rock bottom. I'm now going to build up. All right. But I think. Do you think Drake can beat Eminem? No. All right. No, Joey. I, if if I was a betting man and I was in Vegas, and if there was a spread, if there, I would not put money on the spread. I would put money on Eminem. Okay, Joey. Uh, I heard. I would, I would, uh, I mean, I understand the whole, you know, challenge, you know, going for something there, but, mm-hmm. but I heard the Hail Mary cipher he did with, <laughs> with, with, off on Jiro, on Ja Rule that ended Ja Rule's career. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that wasn't him, all, that was a team effort, but still. But first of all, Ja Rule wasn't that good, and he exposed what we all were yeah. thinking already. Yeah. But, he exposed Ja Rule for what he was, popcorn rap. Yeah. And once popcorn rap got out the way, everyone went, well, he doesn't need to really be around. Now they're just pulling him to see uh, how he feels about Trump being elected president now. It's <laughs> weird shit happening. You know what's crazy is that era, a guy like Nelly was considered like, 
that's not real hip hop, you know, that's yeah. corny. You listen to Nelly now, he was killing the game. <laughs> it's just that like, you know, back then like the standards were different. I always yeah. liked Nelly. I Nelly was but Nelly was pretty good. My one of my it's not really a hip hop, it's a more of a mashup, but Nelly's ma- the mashup of country grammar and Sweet Home Alabama from Skinner. It's actually a really good song. If you could actually find it, it's called Sweet Home Country Grammar. No. That's it, what you It's really weird. Get muted. All right, that's enough of that. Right. <laughs> that I, I, I'm going to listen to that. That sounds dope. That sounds dope. You might think it doesn't You might think it, it's not going to work, but what they do is they take the the music they home take, no they trailer. take no they take the they take the music <laughs> track stole Eminem's shit. No, they take the, they, no they take the music track from Sweet Home Alabama and put it to Country Grammar the vocal track over the vocal track of Country Grammar and it works okay yeah, I, 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 I I can agree, I can appreciate some shit like that because I've seen it work before but in this particular battle between Eminem and Drake Eminem if this if this Eminem battle if this battle if this battle him. is gonna go commercial Drake wins that's how it is Drake will win. If it's com- if it becomes a commercial battle as a hip hop so? battle as a hip hop battle, Eminem wins hands down. No matter no matter how it comes the fuck out, because oh. Eminem could beat him no matter what as a commercial because Eminem hasn't put anything out in the last two years. Drake puts something new out every week. Every yeah. week you hear a new Drake track, yep. so so people will say, "Hell, Drake Drake is out here working. Eminem ain't done shit for hip hop." That's what young. That's what new young hip hop kids like because they, you know, what they listen to that bullshit. That's why I think that it, shit. That's yeah, exactly that was ill, man. You should you should record <laughs> that. Record that. <laughs> Don't just give that away for free. That was that was dope. <laughs> I want another new. Like you know, about the weep, like that yeah, bullshit. I hate that, that fuck shit. shit. Yeah, honestly, I, t- I, I, you know, I look at Drake as part of that generation and i i fail to see that how soft rap shit yeah and my thing is i feel like if i don't em, really know if i really love you but i'm trying i feel commercial, stuff that's full of like auditory i feel, shit. I feel no. regardless like if m came back because i think you know he doesn't it's not like he just dropped off because he can't do it it's like he's, he's doing other shit he's, he's touring he's got a million things going he's touring, on at he's any given point in time running a record label He's having, doing what Dre did. Having sex with hot blonde chicks. I mean, he's... he's Making uh, hot blonde babies. He does what he wants to do. I, I, I don't feel Jesse, you seen like... Eminem's daughter? No. No, I haven't seen her. Oh, good Lord. Nice. Nice. And I feel like Eminem, like, this isn't something he would go half-hearted with. Because no. every time someone's talking... Oh, he'd, to have, him, to, he'd have to beat him. He would he he'd have to beat him. Here's one thing that I think them. could happen. I think the generations would divide because... The style that Eminem does, he doesn't sell to young people. Yeah, that 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 really fast, like killing it, crazy bar kind of thing. It doesn't really connect with the youth. It connects with all right by youth. If you're sitting here disagreeing with me, that's because you're thirty as fuck. Okay, <laughs> okay. you're thirty as fuck. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the eighteen, nineteen year olds. The 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 people who that's what's considered young. I'm the sorry, we're Playing not young Pokemon anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Pokemon Go kids. Those. Are yeah, the yeah. ones who are on my lawn now. <laughs> the ones, the doing, kids you're yelling at. The ones busy playing virtual cockfighting and acting like it's okay. So I think that the truth? I, I look forward to it. If they're battling, I, if this, I, beca- if this expect- becomes that, oh my god! If this becomes Drake Meek Mill too. I'm watching the whole fucking thing, dude. It's gonna be great music. It's, it's gonna be great. great. Eminem's gonna have some dope stuff. Drake's Honestly, gonna yeah. have M&M's, some dope stuff. M&M, I, I, I look at it as like a sleeping giant got... scenario. Like that's my thing. Yeah. I, I, that's what I see happening. Like I'm rooting for it to happen. I want it to happen. 
I would just, not be surprised if M pulls beats that he's been working on for like the past five years out. Because I was looking from a chicken to the egg, chicken to the edge thing. Because everybody's saying whatever this shit that's happening in hip hop right now is terrible. It like, is. There's it's seen awful. so many people complaining about it. So I mean, I, who thought this was good? Obviously. The people who are in charge of You know of who thinks it's labels. good? Yeah, it's the, record but, labels. But I don't I'm, I'm talking blue. Um the point my point is when so I think when someone like and the thing is Drake's br- waking up a sleeping giant M's one of the you know ones who really had something is one I feel like if he comes back he'll it'll kind of give maybe throw a spin on it. it's like yes this is what real hip hop looks like. He'd have to murder the game. Yeah, he would have, to, have to completely kill. murder. He had to murder Drake. He'd have to. He, there would be no coming back if he if he if he does what he's known to do. He would have to fuck Drake up beyond belief. And I yeah. don't. Th- I know he can do it because at the end of the day, he's done it. But I would. I would. It would. It would destabilize hip hop. The only. The <laughs> it only. Would destabilize hip hop for what it is right now. The only reason I could. That's see, the thing is that's a good thing actually. I think. Uh, the only reason I can see that not happening is if, for some reason, his heart wasn't in it. But you know how he is with with these things. Yeah. It's, it for him, it's all or nothing. <laughs> every time, every time anyone's ever said something slightly, slight, thrown any type of shade at M, he comes back at them hard as fuck. So it, yeah. it, he, he he goes he almost relishes it. He goes so. he goes sort of like you know biblical ten plagues kind of thing. Oh, of course, always. But again. This is this is gonna it's gonna come down to who makes the best bars and who does the best shit. Spit hot locusts. <laughs> <laughs> he will destroy you. Oh man! But um, uh, we we did have a side con- a side uh, introduction into this whole conversation uh, that we did that we that I do want to get back to. Uh, we're gonna, we're not gonna spend fifteen minutes on it because at the end of the day, I ain't got time for this shit. Um, but Macklemore. <laughs> uh. I like Macklemore. I'm not gonna lie. I like Macklemore. Macklemore, uh, he has uh, he has done some things with uh, hip hop that um, they're all they're all his own. It's it's all his own. And he, um, for the most part, he's just he's just himself. He does his own shit. He's an independent artist, and um, and I, I applaud that. He's decided not to take shit from uh, anybody, which I applaud as well. Uh, he doesn't want to be a slave to contracts, which I applaud. Uh, but at the end of the day, he's white, so therefore he loses credibility yeah. until until the point where he gets to the Eminem level of hip hop. He doesn't yeah. get full credibility because he he's not born. He wasn't born in that true struggle. Yes, he's had problems. Everyone's had fucking. He, he problems. was like it's like he was born in he was he's from Seattle. Yeah. So it's like I I don't know I don't know how. St- you know what kind of upbringing he had, but so you say he can't be there because of she doesn't have struggled. It, I'm not saying that. Marcus is saying. I'm that. saying that. Yes, I, I, I think. So he's what? Not. Drake was on fucking Degrassi, like yeah. Drake, Drake was a child star. See, the thing is, he get he gets that pass because he's I, black. I didn't give I didn't give Drake that pass. I gave I said fuck Drake, fuck Canadians rapping. Snow <laughs> fucked it up for them, and I ended my thoughts <laughs> with that piece. I don't think it's a race thing. Yeah. I think what Macklemore does is not hip hop musically. It's pop. Yeah, it's pop. I it's, mean, it's rapping. But where do you draw the line? It's rapping, but it's not. Justin hip-hop. Bieber. If Justin Bieber puts out a hip hop, a rap out, a rap single, and plays it for everybody, he is not a fucking rapper. Chris no. Brown is not a fucking the rapper. The Macho Man Randy Savage put out a rap that's album. Different. Is that hip hop? <laughs> Thank you. 
be a man, Hulk. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's a different. It's not, a different genre. A, it's a different a, genre. But, th- but that's not even close. You're talking about what Drake like, does. All right, put it like this. All right, hold on, hold on. You 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 just threw out a bunch of like wild a- 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 examples that have nothing. Obviously, that's not the same scenario because. You're talking about people doing something that's out of their profession. Like, that's not what they normally do. Macho Man has, what, three albums before he passed away? I think he did put out three. But he's a wrestler. Like, that's yeah. not his I thing. mean, he was a retired wrestler. He focused on his hip-hop. I mean, what not his hip-hop, his rap. <laughs> he had to put his hip-hop in. Yeah, he had to go into rap afterwards. And would, if he had he not been Macho Man, would anyone have listened to it? No. Thank you. Anyway. <laughs> Damn sure wouldn't. Have. I wanted if, to hear him say this, Bieber, brother. If Bieber does a rap album, you're listening to it because he's Bieber already. Like, Macklemore came up rapping, for better or worse, do, they, which he's never not been that. What's, right. the of, what's the name of the other young chap who's, like, not arguing suburban? Who, saying, uh, I wonder what this line is. Um, like, no one can put their finger on it. They keep saying, oh, well, he's not hip-hop. Mac and Miller? Why, and they go, Yeah, Mac eh. Miller. Mac Miller is hip-hop. See, there's a difference. He's a suburban kid. He's a white kid. But what he does is more hip hop, even though it's like hip hop for white people. Like he's clearly like in his music videos, catering to a white audience. Eminem, Kate, you know, he kind of catered to like the the catered to the, the teeny bopper. He's Eminem catered to the the, the lower darker, the darker end of that spectrum yeah, of the city. Kind of more like the like poor white people yeah, kind of yeah, thing. He kinda but still, said what he, he still did hip hop. Like what he did was still within the range of hip hop. It wasn't just like I'm rapping and doing pop music. I can't change. But how do you not a hip hop song? It's not a hip hop song. It's a it's a good song. It's a fight song. But it's a it's a song about gay rights. Uh, hip hop does not feel. What song? What are we talking about? Uh, oh, Macklemore's uh, Macklemore's song about gay rights. I mean. I don't that think it's just that. I don't think it's just that. I think yeah, same love, same love. My, my problem, my, my my bad, <laughs> my problem. Yeah. No, the thing is that the thing it's is a that's connection actually to the past of what hip hop is. You know what I'm saying? So either the beats have to be a certain way, or if not, it's not just the subject matter, but the style of the rapping. Yeah. has to be a certain way in order for it to kind of like pay homage to what the hip hop genre is. It's like, for example, if I was sitting here with a bunch of kazoo's. And, you know, I was I was doing kazoos and I was playing the spoons and I made a song and it was kind of cool. Would you call it rock? No, because it doesn't like it's I'm not, not a rock song. I'm not using any of the instruments to make rock music. Would you call it salsa? Because he's, he's Hispanic. No. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I'd have to hear the song. What, it's, the, it, it, it's in a abstract, of, it, it could be anything. Yeah. yeah. It, but, but, I mean, we're things. not debating the Macklemore is rapping. He's rapping. Yeah. But yes. he's not hip hop. But he's not hip hop. Look, put it this: if you made a rotation, right, and we're like, "Hey, Joe, we're gonna hire you to do like a hip hop like night to DJ, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so you'd play like a little bit of Nas, you play a little bit. Well, let's say modern, right? You'll play uh, Future, Future. Uh, you play uh, Betty Wop and Betty stuff Wap, like that, yeah. and then you play the Macklemore song. Wouldn't that feel really out of place? Depends only because on I repeatedly had people tell me that it'd be out of place. De- only the, de- no, the audience the would look at you like, what the fuck did you well, just do? Well, yeah, only the that thing at is at that moment, but, but now, I wouldn't know that going in. Going now, let's say you're you're playing like, let's say I say I'm going to hire you to do a top 40 night. And you play Macklemore's all the... Th- going to be in there. And yeah. it wouldn't feel out of place. The thing is, like, but, what if you did, like, if, if you're not going to play, like, his B-sides or anything from else? But else. see, here's my problem. It's like, if you... If same situation, you hired me to do a hip hop night. I might play thrift shop because you don't know what you're doing. Because anyway. blue is Here, racist, here's an example, right? No. All right. So we're gonna well, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna take a quick break on the podcast.
so that we can uh, catch our breath. We're going to come back to this subject, and we're going to close out this week talking about Draymond Green's penis. So stay tuned. <laughs> what a penis it was. <laughs> for, for all that and more. Get that dick on the That Comedy Podcast. <laughs> Not too many wanna be dispitted with the syllables and niggas that be critical the pinnacle and giving that original a killer with the trigger flow and really wanna get the door you're living low. If you don't wanna speed it up, I'm gonna eat it up. Everybody see I'm formidable. I'm coming to heat it up, I gotta beat it up when I get the footy. She coming to get it from a real nigga round. Beyond bomb, the women need pom poms. When I get to ripping, they wanna get a little don down. And this segment of that comedy podcast is brought to you by Recessions Monday. That's right, Funny Money Mondays. My recessions Every first Monday of the month, come see Miss Candace August and all the local comics in the DMV, making you laugh every Monday. Come on by and see him and have a couple laughs. And we are back on the Dad Comedy Podcast. I am DJ Marcus. I'm joined by Joey LaFaro. Strange podcast. <laughs> and our assistant social producer, Blue. What's up? And we have a special guest in the building, Intercontinental Champion at his high school, Mr. Jesse Revis. Yeah. You know what? I think I might have to change my top five because, you know, I thought about. And you want to add Macklemore. No, Tech 9, because I don't think anyone probably uses as many words as he has. <laughs> no. He probably has. Between him and Twister. It's like, it's like, yeah, it's like, oh, oh yeah, but his career's been. Yeah. It's him, like Twister, or what about Buster? It's like, it's like the all-time leading rusher. Like, like Emmett Smith. I mean, Tech 9 yeah. is like the Emmett Smith of that, of that rat in that regard. Yeah, if, we're, if word, if amount of words equals yards, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't think anyone's used as many words total Because Tech is amazing. He's an amazing hip-hop artist. He's he's the greatest. He he would, it, if I was to make a list and I were to put my GOAT, as it were, greatest of all time, it would not be LL Cool J because LL Cool J, to me, sucks. Tech 9. How dare you? Just because he takes his shirt off and your nipples get hard does not make him the greatest of all time. Just because he's going to knock your mama out. That's my favorite song. That's a great song. Uh, do you no, remember he's, the he's Mr. Not Smith? He's knock my mama out. His mama said mama knock said you knock out. You out. <laughs> do, do you remember the Mr. Smith album? I'm yes, gonna I like do. That was an hey, album. Lover? Yeah. Well, the whole album. The whole album was hot. The whole album was hot. The and whole he was album some got bars. delayed numerous times. <laughs> Hollis to Hollywood? That's a dope song. The original lounging. That was a dope All song. Right, but um, he has a lot of songs. Hip hop. Hip hop was amazing. Yeah. Um, also, if you look at um, his uh, Mama Said Knock You Out, that whole album was dope that too. Was great. I mean, he had his songs for the ladies, but he also had his songs where he was just spitting that hot fire. Hard, yeah. He had some hard songs out. And I, I mean, had, he fell I off. Him, I give him credit. He would be in my top thirty, but he would he would be right after uh, what's that guy? Um, Busy Bone. He would be he would be oh, busy yeah. bone and then LL Cool J. All right. But here's the thing though, you can't say LL Cool J sucks. He has talent. I mean, he sucks now sucks in 2016. Now, now he he's terrible. Stay, he, I he saw dude, I saw him la- I saw him last year it, on last Fourth of July. He's an actor now. He, does. Well, he was pretty fucking good last year. But here's the thing though. All right, he fell off at like 25, right? But he had been killing the game when he was 15. He He already had the Vanguard Award, the Lifetime Achievement Award. So by the time that he fell off. And then he came back also with um his cannabis beef. Yeah. yeah. And that, those that, are some that, that great ba- – those are some of the greatest battle rap 
songs that were yeah. ever made. Oh, well, yeah. the other thing with good LL too is like he he transitioned. He just like okay I'm to cocaine. He the cocaine was a huge problem, and you could <laughs> hear it in his music when he became a big cokehead because it was very braggadocious and it was very like like he was surrounded by yes men. Like no one ever was like, dude, that 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 sucks. that, that sucked. You gotta re you gotta rewrite that. <laughs> Well, he didn't I, have those people around him anymore. Yeah. I was referring to he's been acting pr- pretty steadily for yeah. He's been doing movies for the last twenty years. Now. I mean, most of most of you know most of my knowledge of him as as more as an actor than a rapper. Just yeah. from I found out about the you know I knew he was a rapper, but I hadn't like listened to his music until more recently. But like growing up, he was on in this movie, in that movie, he was yeah. on that TV show, on this TV show. All when right. he started getting TV shows. He, he quick question he for you guys sold though. Out somewhat. Where would you put on your list of top albums, Big Willie Style? Mute <laughs> uh, him, please. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky I was looking down at my computer. I would beat <laughs> the fuck out of you. I would put Big Willie Style. You know what? I would put uh, up would, your ass. I, pretty much. <laughs> I would put a Will Smith CD above Big Willie Style because it was actually better than Big Willie Style. His uh, last incarnation of hip hop, uh, which was uh, I forgot the fucking name of the CD because I that's hate probably it. a good comparison. Is is Will Smith hip hop? Yeah, that's that's no, actually Smith no, pop. no, he's not hip hop. Okay. So, so you're saying pop. you're saying he he and Macklemore's doing what he's doing? They're the same. Yeah, no, I mean it's different, but they're not hip hop. Like, Lost and Found, d- Lost okay. and Found in 2005 was the was one of my favorite See, albums. This was getting on my nerves. This is this is like, and I'm not arguing that they should be considered hip hop. Either one of them. My problem is every time I ask this question, the everyone goes into like 50 different explanations, and no one can give me a clear cut answer. Well, I mean, it's it's hard to say who's hip hop. It's who's hip hop to you. If you think they're hip hop, they're hip hop. If you if I but you can't have the you'll be wrong. But (laughs) see, that's the thing. Everyone will tell you you're wrong because that's how that's how people are. But the fact remains: if you're hip hop, you're hip. If you think it's hip hop, it's hip hop. You can't. We can't put a clear. This is what it is on anything because of the fact. If any of the listeners are listening to right now, are listening to this, and they are shouting and screaming out of their head, "You idiots! It's supposed to be this." Please comment right under the Facebook post or on iTunes or Or wherever you're listening to. Mm -hmm. You can tag Joey Lafaro at (laughs) Joey Lafaro or what's your um, Instagram handle? Send complaints to podcast dot com podcast at. No, podcast.com. I just honestly want to know. Yes. Because I am asking. He wants to know. know. We're asking the listeners to explain to him um, why Macklemore shouldn't be in the top five best hip hop artists of all time. (laughs) No, no. He's not even close. Not even freaking close. And and Blue wants to know why Big Willie Style is not in the top three best rap albums. Oh, no. (laughs) Not even close. And I know that I want I'm like, where would you put that? In the long number nine thousand nine hundred and ninety-nine. I was like, would it make your top to be 100? honest? No. I've never heard Big Willie style, so I could be just talking out of my ass. I don't you've know. You've never heard? You heard it? You, you've never heard uh, "Welcome to Miami" or "Oh yeah, yeah." That's like not... men, or men, the song "Men in Black." Blue, be or... whiter now. Shut up. Um, <laughs> get Jiggy with it. You've never heard those songs, you've man. Never got those Jiggy are terrible with songs. I hated them when they came out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I hated them so badly. Wild Wild West too. I hated that fucking song. Yeah. Although um, "Men in Black," that song, I did like that one I love song. That song, and it, it grew on me. I remember. I remember when it happened too. It was uh, the big fight. Prince Nassim Ahmed was coming to fight against uh, uh, Kevin Kelly on Madison Square Garden. It was a huge fight. The prince was coming to the U.S. and he came out to Men in Black, and it was phenomenal. So I was like, I- I've always listened to that song. Okay, 
But I wouldn't play it at a party. Fuck you. <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't play it at a party. I play either. that by myself if, in if, the sanctity if, of my own home it, when no one's up, around and I'm eating cereal. If it like comes on, I'm in not my dancing car, to that song. I'm it, not. No. If it comes, fuck up, you, Blue. I'm if sorry. It comes I got up emotional. In my car, it, you know, if, I've if it came in up, your car. No, if it comes up like on my <laughs> like sorry. Spotify or my Pandora, and I'm like, oh, that's it's not hip hop, but nostalgia music to me because it reminds me of like high school. That or, was the shit of bar mitzvahs, wasn't it? Yes, I can I can see that. I can see that. Of course, it fucking was because you don't know hip hop yeah. either. No, uh, all I, right. I'll, so I'll, I'll 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 say yo. Know, explain to us. Explain to us what Big Willie style did for the Jewish community because I do remember when I was a kid, um, all the people who were like big into Will Smith were Jewish. So I don't know. It was it what was, was the connection? I think it was just we they thought it was just good dance lots music. Of money because our uncles owned the label. Yeah, probably. Anyway. But I mean, I think we just thought it was just good dance music. And it was. I mean, it, it had a it good was, beat. That's what it was. It just it was, had a it good. Was, it, was, it, was it was top music. forty. It was top, top forty. Rap. It was top beauty. It, it was top forty. It, it was, was good yeah. dance music. It was rap. It wasn't it was hip hop, but it wasn't. I mean, yeah. With that said, though, that's not that's not the conversation here. Will Smith's first album, though, was hip hop. Fresh Prince. It was hip-hop yeah. of its day, yes. Yeah. I just want you guys to remember this conversation. The next time I try to tell you that golf's not a sport, because <laughs> I have very defined criteria for what a sport <laughs> what a sport is, and people keep telling me that, oh, well, what is it? Why, uh, what's this a sport? Why can't it be a sport? And I'm like, no, because you have to have, finally have words that have meaning, and so there <laughs> has to be a distinguishing thing. So if Macklemore's not hip-hop, golf's not a sport. Yeah, I can see that. I've never said golf was a sport. I said athlete, I said golfers are athletes because golfers actually have to do more work than you think. To be golfers have I to don't train. Think that that's necessarily true. Real golf, good golfers, like John Cl- Daly. He's not, John Daly's not a world class golfer. A world class golfer. He's just there. They he's John the Daly Show. No, that's John Stewart. <laughs> that would John be Daly a was a good finalist. name. John Daly. Have you on seen the Daly Jack show? Nicholas? He's gigantic. Now Jack Nicholas, yeah, because he's eighty-eight years old. I love them when he played the Joker on Batman. <laughs> All right, we're gonna move away from this. And on this that cause, note, because this race baiting is horrible to me. Um, we're moving on. And on that note, Draymond Green has ninety-nine problems. Has ninety-nine problems, and his dick seems to be one. <laughs> because this week he decided to uh, show it to the world, give it to the world to see exactly if they like what they saw, and I guess they bring did. Bring them out, bring them out. He bought them out. Yeah. He bought it out. Nah. It's hard to yell when the barrel is in your mouth. Excuse me while I whipped his ass. So, Draymond Green has sh- on a Snapchat, I believe it was, Joey. Correct. He on his Snapchat. LeBron's now giving him pointers, by the way. <laughs> He's on his Snapchat. Draymond Green had uh, had accidentally shown his penis. Now he initially said he initial claims were his is uh he was hacked. <laughs> <laughs> can't bullshit. Can't win right now. This is what he tweeted during that time. Scroll down. Joe. Well, I'm sorry. When you punch guys in the dick on a regular basis and get suspended for Eventually, it, eventually your dick's gonna come out. You're 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 you don't get the benefit of the doubt anymore. So he uh he has he has had he's had a long year. Uh, he got suspended during the playoffs for uh punching, for punching dicks. The dick. Um he went, he ended up losing the uh the title this year cuz LeBron gave him that evil look that he's given him in that picture which I need you to right click and save and then send it to me. The other picture over there. Let's scroll down, down, scroll down. That one right there. This save image. Don't don't click on the link. That's clickbait. But 
I'm trying to right click it so I can get to the stated <laughs> image, but it's not cooperating. Okay, so but well, but again, Jesse. Yep. You are the resident pet prevert. Oh no, he broke my computer. Have you ever sent your penis over the internet to someone or to any entity on oh, purpose oh. or by accident? Yeah, I mean, um, dick pics. Dick pics were huge when I was in college. Like, I think everybody has a version. Or some kind of version of my nope. dick pic on their phone. Um, I think it's very important to share your penis with the world. Like, I mean, not unsolicited though. You don't want to unsolicited. I, have you ever sent an unsolicited dick pic? I, I've never sent a dick pic, as it were. You mean like penis question mark? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's confusing as a kid. It's confusing as a kid to like really understand the the, the barriers of when like the dick pic is the go to move and when the dick pic is completely wrong. I mean, usually it takes people maybe about one time to go through it, but some people don't really get the idea. I mean, everything's going. You're talking to a girl. Everything's good. Your last couple girls who had a piece of the pie were like, "Yo, show me that pie." But then, <laughs> but then you know what I'm saying? Like you talk to a girl who's never experienced it, doesn't know it. She just thinks you're a nice guy, and then you send her the dick pic, and she's like, "You son of a bitch." Yeah. And then you're an asshole because here's here's the thing, man. Women live in a world where, all right, it's I, I think um um um, Louis C.K. said it that like every time a man has sex is awesome. Most times, every time a woman has sex, it's not always awesome. Usually probably sucks. You're taking a gamble. I have to make sure you're a nice guy. I have to make sure that you make a decent amount of money so you don't just leave me. I have to make sure that you're going to be, you're not going to get me pregnant and then just bounce. And then on top of that, I don't know if you can make me come or not. <laughs> Is that the uh, the worry all women have? I mean, can you imagine I think that? So. Can you imagine that not all women can make us come? So it's like. I have to watch out that you're not going to yell at me all the time for liking a girl's picture on Instagram. I got to make sure that you're not, you know, a slut and fucking everybody else behind my back. And then on top of that, I got to watch out to see if I get along with you. And then can you make me come? Can you imagine how terrible it would be if you had to build up a blue balls every time you had sex? Because they get excited. And if you don't make them come, they stay excited the same way you would if you didn't come. Uh, I... I... No, no, none of my exes listen to this show, so I can say <laughs> this. I've had a couple who did not make me finish. But you still could finish. It takes like two strokes for you to be like, Bop. Oh, I had, I finished yeah. on her back, but <laughs> it wasn't because of her. It was because me and my hand are special friends. <laughs> so, so it happened that way. And I'm, I'm attributing that quote to you, which will be this week's show topic, Joey. You are really <laughs> struggling with this, convincing me that all this is worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there, there, there are instances where... Wait, you're saying I might, at the beginning of a relationship, I'm going to go through all that shit we talked about before the show, and then I still might not come at the end of it? No, you will you'll Jump come. the gun, go to the hand. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> no annoying conversations. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I will say this. I'm, I'm a, I, I did a send day. a lot of uh, dick pics that were all solicited except for one, and I learned my lesson. I apologize to that young lady. Um, uh, it was a very weird situation. I was like, hey, you're you're not all about this? That's so crazy. You're the first girl. And then I realized. Girl, I know you want this dick. Were you drunk <laughs> when you said it? Or is it just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was drunk. I was drunk. It was like late. It was after the club. Yeah. I was like full of pizza and alcohol. Oh, and well, I was like. That's the worst combo. Oh. Let me guess you were in a. Uh, in a what is that? What what road? Is, what street is that? Uh, U Street. No, no, the other one, DC. 
I was Adams uh, Morgan. Adams Morgan. No, no, no. I was I was in Arcola. I was in the Jewish community in Arcola. I was at a party. <laughs> and um over in Silver Spring? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was in a party and I was like, hey, and like I said, no dick pic had ever like at that time period had ever not been like the move because like I said, everyone who had received one had asked for one and I went bold and then I realized I'm a son of a bitch asshole and I was like, I'm so You went sorry. big. She went home. <laughs> yep. Exactly. And that's the last time you I ever spoke to her. I hope she follows this and somehow has like been stalking me to just for me to say, look, I know it's been what, like 15 years or whatever. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's been that long. Something like that. It's been, it's doing. been, it's been so long. Cause I no, mean, it, I'm just trying to think 15 years ago, what did we have to do to send a dick pic? Uh, that, you had to literally take, a, you had to literally take a cam, you had to take your, either your digital camera or your film camera, take a picture. If, had if that it was a no. film camera. See, what you did I is mean, you had one saved to your computer, and then yeah. you send it over AIM. Guys. Yeah, there you go. I want you to imagine a world where women send you pictures of their vaginas unsolicited. And you tell, well, I don't have to imagine. That, that. happens. That happens, actually. Marcus sends you know what? You know what? Every day. I'm, 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 a a very, I'm a very open dude. Like, I don't have to hide anything on my phone. I have nothing to hide. But I remember this one time I had this crazy ex who would send me pictures of her pussy and pictures like, because you know how like it shows up on your phone? Did like you on the screen? Picture, just picture messages? Yeah. Were they, well, just, I, were they just her vagina or were they memes of her vagina? No, no, no. This is the reason. This is the reason. She would send them at times that will probably be out on dates. Oh, shit. Because oh. she was trying to salt my game. So I eventually had to block her. But she, they would have messages like, this is what you're missing. She was trying to block you. Yeah. You had to block her. Yeah, I was like, you know what? Um, you're psycho. That awkward moment where you're supposed to be in this. <laughs> Here's the crazy thing, right? All right, women, you know, they always complain like, oh, I'm tired of dating losers. Oh, I'm tired of like, um, you know, like uh, guys just, you know, uh, you know, cheating on me and everything like that. But if you're actually respectful with a girl and you actually sit her down and you're like, look, um, we tried and it didn't work. You're a great person. I want to be friends. Can I put you in the friend zone? I did. I, yeah, I'm sorry that we went anything further. They hate you more for that. Yes, <laughs> it's crazy. Like I still do it. Like out of morality. Like I've always. That's the yeah, way. Don't I broke. do that. I've, I've always, made that mistake too. No, no, no. You should do that. It's still the gentlemanly thing to do. Like when I've broken up with girls, I've always like it's never been anything crazy. It's always been like, hey, look, um, you know, for X, Y, and Z reason is the reason why it's not for me. I'm sure you're going to make a great girlfriend for somebody else, but for X, Y, and Z, you're not... It's not, work, you, it's not, working, not working out, and I don't wish any malice on you. And, oh my God, you would have thought that, like, I was the worst person on the planet. Because yeah, you it, were. At that moment, you were. I mean, yeah. yeah. But, but here's the thing. Two years later, I hit up one of my exes, and I was like, look, you know, I'm sorry for what happened, and I know I'm a big jerk. I, you know, I want to continue our friendship because I did care about her, just not in a sexual way i cared about her more like it's a friendship way i mean we we bonded we had a lot of great times together and she was upset because she said i moved on too quick oh fuck her i'm like <laughs> well here's i'm like we're not together of course i can have sex with other girls like we're not together we're broken up and she's like yeah you should have had a morning period and this and no, this that's not how it works no, i'm like my morning period was well, the morning if you, in the morning i left if you want to be friends you kind of need to that there there would be an implied sacrifice of of some type of thing because then you're then you're saying I still want you or need you in my life in some regard, so 
then then it becomes it, you know out of respect you you give them a little bit of space. I mean, it's kind of that because I think the reason that you run into that problem was is people always want to be wanted more than needed, which is odd because yeah. normally if you're needed, you're good. Like you have that security, right? Yeah. But people will rather be wanted. You'd rather be that where someone has mm-hmm. no need of you, but they just want you. Because that's right. that's when you know, like you really feel it, you know. That's and when so, you know you've got power. And so <laughs> and so when you tell them, sp- kind of keeping them in the friend zone is kind of telling them the exact opposite. It's basically saying, I kind of need you, but I don't really want you. Mm. Which that and that, that that's that's frustrating because then it's like. What I, I will say this. I will say this. Like I realize with that one situation, there's no such thing as a summer fling when you're an adult. Yes. Fuck no. Cause like, cause like, here's the thing, right? All right, I remember at the time the girl was like, "Hey, I'm moving to Chicago." I was like, "That's great. I'm trying to move to LA." <laughs> so this is perfect. We can hang out for a couple months. It'll be great. Then later she's like, "Hey, guess what? I'm not moving anymore. I'm gonna stay here with you." And I'm like, "No, I thought this was the summer fling. I thought you're gonna be gone." Like, at the end aren't of the you summer. supposed to be gone? Like, aren't you supposed to be gone? Like, I would have never done. Like, what? I would have never rolled the dice past friendship if I knew you were going to stick around. <laughs> that, that, that is true. Oh, man. I, I had that one. But here's the thing, though. When you're, like, 16, 15, you know, even, when you when you still have school. Yeah, when you still have school, you're like, you know, like, oh, hey, I go to, like, um, I go to Delaware Ohio State. State. Yeah, I go to Ohio State. I go to Delaware State. So we're in town for the summer. Yep. So you do what you do, and then you're like, deuces. I'm out. Yeah, yep. I would not have handled that well. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, you well. could. You, you, you I don't think you can well. do. Especially, no, I don't I, think you I can do it anymore. Once that I sound like an asshole, by the way. If you have an issue with what I've said here tonight, for all the female listeners, all the guy listeners, please comment at the bottom of our post <laughs> or comment at the bottom of the dot comedy podcast. I, honestly, I know I sound like an asshole, and I'm an amazing boyfriend. Yes, I'm a very good boyfriend. But you know what? I didn't just commit to just anybody because there were a lot of people that I that I committed to, and I was like, you know what? This isn't working out, and I think you're a great person. I should just save your time because you're beautiful and you can find somebody awesome, and I don't want to hold your time up. So. I, I do think, though, that with the advent of social media, you can't have a summer fling anymore. Period. Nobody can have a summer fling anymore. It's been ruined by social media. Because How? Once you – because now it, because it's – one. Enough of that stuttering <laughs> bullshit. All right, that's the end of that. All right, we're gonna move. We're gonna move on. We're gonna. We're gonna. No, you're not. You're not. I'm not gonna let you. I'm not. I'm sorry. You're done. I have, I have the thought. You. I know you do. It ain't coming. Sit. That's it. It's. It's not. It's done. It's not really a point. Uh, anyway. All right. There you but, go. That's the end of that. So we're moving on. Son of a bitch. We're moving on to. We're moving one has on. Nothing to do with the other. We're moving like, on. On this. So. Son of a um, bitch. With it being the. Uh, the end of the fiscal year for dot comedy. Uh, I want to take a moment to reflect back on the past year. Uh, Me new, stuttering my uh, ass off. Blue stuttering continuously. Uh, and things that have happened. And uh, still rumbling, bumbling, stumbling through the show. <laughs> and as will be a continuous reminder of the dot comedy podcast, this song will play every year. <laughs> At the end of our fiscal year. <laughs> Um, I just want to think back to the first episode of the Dad Comedy Podcast, which posted on August, uh, I think it was August 8th. La, 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 la. Joey, stop it. August 8th, 2015. Um, 
Is this one of the unaired episodes? Or no, is this, one this of the, is the original, the, the original aired, episode. Aired, aired episode. Okay. Uh, it it uh it it had Joey Lafaro, Blue as well. As, actually, it didn't have Blue. No, first it wasn't episode, me. First I, episodes did not have Blue on. Them. First episodes did not. Have um, me. Joey, uh, Jesse, and myself uh, took the helm of the that comedy podcast. Yeah, we started it off. It took the hog by the horns. And, uh, do we still got the lost episodes? Break, yeah, we did. Break. Did That's you make okay. any clips of that? I gotta cut them up. And make clips of them. They're, they're supposed to be on our best stuff, which I can never seem to get around to do. <laughs> it, it may never happen. They're in the lost episode bin on my uh, MacBook Pro. It's in the ether. <laughs> but uh, they will come out. I don't know how much you want them to because I've listened to a couple of them. I got, I got brutal on those. Yeah, yeah. They, we should. You went, we should. You went a little ham on those. Good times. I think, I think they're, they're great. If times. you buy the if you buy the DVD box set. <laughs> You get those as yeah, the extra. Yeah, yeah. Those would be the extra. Deleted scenes. Those are the deleted scenes. So, um, again. I was a savage. <laughs> it was. Again, I, it, it has You know been. what? Savage Jesse will be back. Those were the days where we just went. You we, know what? I don't do think. a podcast. I, think it was great next I, morning. I think I matured up. a little bit is what it is. I don't know. Like, I don't feel like I'm as. I don't feel like I have that in me anymore to say those kind of wild, crazy stuff. You do. You do. You do. We know you. You no, do. You do. <laughs> Here's what would happen. It would be, we have a great show in the can. Good job, guys. The next morning, hey, guys, I don't think we should post that. I'm not cool <laughs> with it. We were like, God damn it, Jesse. <laughs> Pretty much. For like three weeks. You three know weeks, what? Three, you, three whole episodes. You know what? I, and then we did it anyway. And then you st- <laughs> And then we did, one, we did one of those. We post. We actually posted one of those. And that was when he got in trouble. With. Yeah, and then all yeah. hell broke loose. Oh, man. But again. A big shout out to all the haters and all the piece of shit people who were part of that harassment thing that came out there and started inboxing and starting rumors. I just want to say that I hope that you guys are very miserable and I hope that you guys are um, burning hell assholes. Have some kind of karma that's hitting you guys and I hope you guys one day understand what the fuck that feels like. We hope like. you're still listening to the Doc Comedy Podcast. We hope you definitely are still listening. Tune in for the hate. Stay like I said, everything on here is for pure entertainment. Like if the truth if the lie is funnier than the truth, we'll go with the lie. It's whatever. It's whatever entertains the fans. We try to keep it as truthful as possible, but at the end of the day, it's just fun. It's just dudes being bros. That's so right. if you take anything that's it's happening in this podcast, jokes. yeah, exactly. It's just jokes. All if you take, news is good If news. you take anything from this podcast or any podcast and you think that, you know, this is some kind of hate speech or some kind of whatever, go kill yourself because much. this is all take for fun. This dick. Yeah, this is all for fun. All this for is fun. all of us just having a good time. So always do that if you take Facebook too seriously because we don't need you either. <laughs> so first off, this is how I'm going to do this. Fuck Bad Boy is a record label and is a motherfucking crew. <laughs> and if you want to be down with Bad Boy, then, then fuck, fuck you, you too. too. Chino XL, fuck, fuck you, you too. too. All y'all motherfuckers, fuck you too. My phone phone make sure none of your kids don't grow. Fuck you, die slow, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, we love are, everyone. We love everybody. I don't mean that. I love Bad Boy. I Shout out. Shout out Puffy Combs. <laughs> Shout out. We um, love you. Like everybody. I said, don't take any of this shit seriously. Yeah. Oh, man. But uh, on behalf of the Dakota This should be the disclaimer team. before the whole thing. Be like, fuck you. This is fun. <laughs> on behalf of the Dak Comedy team, which includes. Fuck you. We doing this. At the current time. Strange. Podcast. <laughs> Joey LaFaro. Our assistant associate producer of the podcast, Mr. Blue. Peace out. A-Town. Jesse Rebus, host extraordinaire, friend to the to podcast, always invited back whenever you want to come through. 
This uh, is a lot of fun. Uh, Mr. J- uh, Joe Gilpin, who's always been a friend to the podcast. Uh, Candace August, uh, who... Tales from the Crypt is coming back on TNT. I like how I mentioned Candace August and you tell us about Tales from the Crypt coming back on TNT. So you just did that to her. She made a meme. She made a meme of herself and sent it to us on our Facebook page. I saw that. I saw that. That's funny. She's not aged well since the last time I saw her. That is so mean. She she looked fine. I performed the last week. She, this the, week she looks like I saw, her, I saw her on Monday. <laughs> I saw her on Mondays at recession. She looks fine. The uh, Tales of the Crypt reference was only because the first thing on my phone she, when I just turned it she on. She looked fine, drunk but fine. Oh man! But <laughs> again, uh, Mister. Oh, I forgot one one key proponent of the dot comedy team, Mister BJ Butler, Grandpa Grandpa BJ. himself. Uh, I forgot about him because he should be dead by now. <laughs> Um, I, I am, thought he was dead. I am DJ Maserati Mark. Somewhere peeing with the door open. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was a call for <laughs> As I stated previously, I am DJ Maserati Mark. Looking for a DJ. Looking for a host. Contact.comedy. We are always here to give you whatever you need as far as entertainment goes. We have fun. Whatever we do, you're going to have fun with us. And thank you for listening to this week's we'll podcast. We'll hanging out on 14th Street and you selling video editing services out of our jacket pocket. Out of jacket pocket. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we will see you next time on the Dot Comedy Podcast. Peace.